You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Today, we are taking a series break. Uh, last week, we finished the Promise Fulfilled series. And today, I entitled this message, The God of New Beginnings. Okay? The God who makes all things new and turns around things for, uh, things for us. And we'll be talking about a man who, like us, are in the point of a, you know, a, a, a vantage point where he wasn't just looking at a year and how it went, but he was actually looking back on more than a decade, okay? more than 10 years of what has transpired and what happened And he was here where he could look at the future, and though he knows through our revelation that this, this will not be good, you know, yung, yung, uh, yung countenance niya and yung attitude, attitude niya is still an attitude and a spirit of faith. Makikita ho natin sa main text na babasahin natin because by the way he named uh, his sons, there was that spirit of gratitude towards God for what has transpired in the past uh, years that happened. And this man is not an overnight uh, you know, success uh, guy, but he went through a lot in his life he was uh, betrayed, he was sold to as a slave, and a lot of um, painful past he had to go through to be the man that God called him to be and to serve his purpose, not only for his life, but for his generation. And this man is none other than the man we call Joseph, or the, the man we call Joseph the Dreamer. Some of us uh, named him the King of Dreams because he's gifted, he can see the future, and he could tell people about that. And at this point in time, itong vantage point niya, nakagaya natin, 30 years old na siya. And he now has uh, risen to power and he was the most powerful man, powerful person in his nation. Next to Pharaoh. Okay, he was second in command. He's so powerful and he is at the peak of his uh, career and family life. Sobrang fruitful niya po. And so he was looking back and he was looking forward. And I want you to notice as we read the main text for today, how grateful he is towards God and the spirit behind these uh, uh, gesture that he did. In Genesis 41 verse 50, the Bible tells us before the year of famine came, okay, remember uh, through a dream that God gave to Pharaoh, he knew that he would have, uh, the whole nation would have um, seven years of plenty and abundance. So he was writing this, Okay, he had uh, two kids uh, in the course of that uh, abund- years of abundance. But he also knew that after seven years, magkakaroon din ng seven years of famine, of testing, again. And so, before that year came, two sons were born to Joseph. Asenath, the daughter of Potiphera, priest of On, bore them to him. So, nagkaroon siyang asawa na Egyptian. Next verse, Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh, for he said, God has made me forget all my hardship and all my father's house. In the second, he called Ephraim, for God has made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. So, we're going to talk about Joseph, a, a brief portion of uh, Joseph's life, nung uh, 30 years old na siya. And so, uh, hanggang 37 years old, that, that was the, the, the season of uh, abundance. Okay? Now, uh, again, if you go back to the story of Joseph, it was a story of a family filled with dysfunctions. Okay, grabe yung Bible, no? It, it shows us that the quote-unquote heroes, 
here in the text, in the, in the narrative of the, the scriptures, are actually not perfect. Yes, they may have a relationship with God, but they are going through a lot of things. And it gives us hope that if God could turn around things for them, He could turn things around for us as well. And so, kahit na dysfunctional yung family nila, dalawa yung asawa, may favoritism, di ba, niloko siya sa una niyang asawa, so nagkaroon siya ng maraming anak doon. And the, the, the thing that uh, happened eventually was, um, Joseph's brother was so bitter and so jealous about him, dahil yung si Jacob, yung daddy nila, sobrang special treatment, at wala siyang pakialam sa iba niyang mga anak, kung anong nararamdaman nila. Sobra silang nagalit to the point that they want to kill Joseph and his dreams. Right there and then. Binigyan pa siya ng special coat. And nag-escalate yun. And um, grabe yung uh, effect sa, kanyang, sa kanilang magkakapalid. And it actually gives us a, a, a way uh, as parents to you know, not play favorites with our, our kids because it will have an effect on them. But as we go through this portion of uh, jo- Joseph's life, I want to highlight three words na pwede nating ibaon as we face you know, as we ourselves are, are in the same vantage point of, you know, looking back at this year and looking forward to what God has for us. So three keywords. First word that I want us to take note of is the word forget. Everybody say forget. When we say that, we base that here in the, the text that uh, by God's grace, okay, we can see Joseph called the name of the firstborn Manasseh for he said, God has made me forget all my hardships and all my father's house. Because Joseph was longing to be uh, with his father and his brothers. That longing wasn't met. So imagine mo, no? for years, for 13 years. Hindi, hindi niya alam na 13 years yun, but for years. Oh, he has been praying for this, Lord, ito faith goal ko for this year. Lalaya na ako, Lord, this is my faith goal. I'll be reunited with my parents. But for years, you know, he experienced unmet longings. Failed faith goals. For years, hindi niya nakuha yun, Until God's timing came. And he was looking back and say, sabi niya, Lord, dahil binigyan mo ako ng grace to see my past in a different way, I'm gonna name my son this way. The name talks about uh, being able to let go, being able not to be attached with, and not let that have a bearing in, in his future's life. So, this is... Uh, Jacob and uh, the point where we where he uh, received this uh, coat of many colors uh, and it, it really speaks a lot and actually uh, mas malaki yung uh, effect din sa mga kapatid niya dahil gusto talaga niya silang patayin and really killed that right there and then and one day when uh, Joseph was asked by his father to go check on his brothers yung parang siya pa yung kaya isa sa mga naiinis sila parang ikaw yung sumbungero na kapatid di ba may mga ganun ba kayo yung talagang parang feeling mo Parang may competition sa, sa family. Gato, totoo sa kanila yun. And nung pinapacheck ng dad niya, yung mga kapatid niya, wala sila dun sa place kung, da, kung saan nandun sila dapat. They were in another place. And so he looked after them and he found them in another place. And when his brother saw him coming, ito na, ito na yung pagkakataon natin. Gawin na natin ngayon, let's kill our brother. Let's put an end to this favorite child. Let's put an end to all of his dreams. Itong dreamer na to, ano na sinasabi niya, he will rule over us. Let's uh, take him. But one of their brothers, by God's sovereign grace, sabi si uh, Ruben, no, let's, uh, let's not kill him. Let's just, you know, put him on the pit. May plano siya, ihiligtas niya sana. Pero nung umalis siya, pagbalik niya, wala na, binenta na siya nila Judah and, and the rest of his brothers. And so, 
That was just a day that where Joseph was suddenly taken away from his life of comfort, his life of ease and special treatment. Okay, bigla siya naging slave. And, you know, they stripped him off his coat, made up a story that he's already dead. Okay, and so grabbing yung grieving ng, ng dad nila. And this was, I'm telling you, because this is a part of the painful past of Joseph. He was looking back, he could have taken this to heart and retaliated because nandun na siya sa power. You know, I can look for them, I'm gonna hunt them, and I'm gonna kill them. Diba? He could every, do everything. But because of his walk with the Lord, he was able to see this in a new light. And my question for all of us today is this, what hardships okay, that you've gone through this year that you need to forget and move on from? Ano yung mga bagay na yun that the Lord is causing you by His grace to let go of, not to be attached, any hurtful past and moments from this year. Nangligaw ka ba, tapos dinam ka, tapos may iba sinagot? Barang, oh, so cool, I'm, I'm not enough. Maybe you're here, you're a business man, you're an entrepreneur, and you started uh, you know, a startup that failed. And sobrang personal sa'yo yung idea hanggang ngayon, di ba? Parang, kasi, ito kasi, ito kasi. Parang may, may bigat pa rin siya sa'yo. Or, did you experience any relational offense this year? Di ba? That whenever you hear just the name of that person, alam mo yun, yung parang may, pag may, may nakahurt sa'yo, so narinig mo lang yung pangalan niya, yung feeling. Parang may, may ano, meron pa rin, aray, naaalala mo yung ginawa niya pa rin sa'yo. Meron pa bang ganun? Or maybe some of you, you lost a job, or you lost a loved one, or you were discriminated, you were abused, you know, the Lord, by His grace, is causing you to forget those hardships. And by forget, we're not saying you simply brush off all those hurtful emotions, you know, just hide them under the rug. There's one uh, principle that I've learned in our marriage. Uh, We learned this from uh, a couple already also married. Sabi niya sa amin, Joash, Ethel, Tandaan nyo to lagi, ha? especially pag nag-aaway kayo or may conflict kayo. All emotions are valid. Okay? All feelings are valid. Therefore, validate, okay? affirm, yes, acknowledge the emotion, but do not dwell there. Do not let it be a factor for the future. Yes, deal with it. If you need to talk with a person, with, with your victory group leader or with the pastor, pray over those things, but don't let that be your home. Okay? Huwag tayong magduel sa painful moments of this year. Let the grace of God flow and, you know, open your heart to His healing work so that He would be able to usher in, you know, new levels of your relationships and uh, new um, experiences with Him. So you don't simply brush off those, those things, but you, you sit on them talk about them, but you don't dwell on them. You don't make your home in them. May, uh, minsan isa nagsabi, no? Galing, I like how he, he said this, pag may pinagdadaanan ka, daanan mo lang. Huwag mong tambayan. Okay? So kung may anumang hardship natin, yes, by God's grace, Lord, I'm gonna go through this by, by, by your grace, Lord, by your empowering, by your spirit, Lord, cause me to see this in the right light, in the right way. So I'll be able to Lord, not be hindered by my past. I'll be able to press on to the calling that you have for me, the purpose that you have for me. Ang galing lang nung isang um, comic strip. I like how these uh, comic strip, pin- Peanuts no, by Charles Scott 
Simple lang, pero ang, ang, ang lalim nung, ano eh, nung uh, mga insights ng comics niya. So, kausap niya si Charlie Brown. Sabi niya, sorry, I miss. Sabi ni Lucy sa kanya, namimiss ko yung mga flyball fly easily. Diba? Kasi dumarating na yung isang bola dito, pero ang naiisip ko, friend, what I remember is the balls that I have already missed. Okay, so here was Lucy, and I believe a lot of us are like Lucy. We're missing a lot of the, the balls that are coming our way because we're all attached with the, the ones that we'll, we've already missed. And I believe God is giving us lots of opportunities in front of us, but we fail to see them and grab them and take them because we're still thinking about our failures of the past. We're still attached to the hurts of the past and we cannot move on. Grabe, ang lalim, no? Comic strip lang, no? But... That's powerful. I believe the, the, the guy who does this is a Christian and he, he just does that. And so, the word for us is forget. And part of forgetting maybe is forgiveness, releasing forgiveness. Joseph, when he saw his brothers, he was amazed. Wow. He could have, you know, called the guards and but he saw them in a different light. And his brothers were afraid of him. Oh no, babalikan tayo nito. Di ba siya na yung king, nagkatotoo yung dream niya, but he said, do not be afraid. Okay? You meant it for evil against me, but God meant it for good. And this is beyond me. God is painting a picture. He's, he's doing something beyond me. He's advancing His cause. And He said, this is about that, uh, the salvation of people, not just of um, Egypt, but of our race. And all of us are alive because of what happened. So yes, here, here was Joseph. Yes, nahurt ako doon, binetrain niyo ako. But I w- I'm able by God's grace to forgive you. I'm releasing that. Don't be afraid. I'm gonna bless you. We're gonna make our home here together. Because God has a plan and a destiny for us. I believe Joseph, uh, when he was growing up, his dad has been telling him about the covenant that uh, he had with his grandfather Abraham. And his uh, father Jacob, he was talking about the God who showed him that he will make them into a great nation. And, you know, this, during this point where uh, Joseph was taken out of his comfort zone, dito talaga na test yung relationship niya with God. And maybe some of you grew up uh, in a Christian home. You know, God would allow, siguro circumstances, to, 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 to take you out of that comfort zone so that you would be able to test your faith and really see, Lord, ikaw lang talaga foundation ko, hindi yung tatay ko. Lord, hindi yung uh, past namin, but Lord, it's really you and me. And that's my prayer for most of us, especially if you grew up in church like me. Okay? Batang templo ka, laki ka. You don't take for granted all these things because this will be tested. Okay? When the Lord brings you out of your comfort zone, He will uh, give you the opportunity to build with your relationship with Him. So the next uh, name that He named, um, His second child, is this. In verse 51, Joseph called the name... Um, the first Manasseh, because he caused him to forget his hardship. Now, let me just, uh, before we go to the next word, uh, just underline this, in all my father's house. The text doesn't mean na kinalimutan niya na kung siya nagaling, where he came from, uh, he forgot about his uh, heritage. No, he, he just forgot, and you know, he, he saw it in a different light. Okay, yes, he was longing for years to be with them, but God gave him the grace to, to look back and uh, forget the pain of not uh, having those um, longings met. So again, forget. Forget the past and allow God to do the healing work. Also, um, if you've been successful this year, okay, you let go of that. Don't dwell also on those laurels. 
God has a bigger plan. God has a bigger destiny for your life. You are part of His kingdom. And together, He's calling us to advance His kingdom, His cause throughout the generation. So don't be trapped even not just by your painful past or hurts, but even your successes. Don't let it be a hindrance for the new beginnings that God has for you. The next word I want to highlight, I want you to take note is this, the word fruitful. Everybody say fruitful. Okay, God calls you and I to be fruitful. From the beginning, Adam and Eve, to Abraham, to, jo- to Jacob, Noah, you know, God said, God commissioned them to go and bear fruit, to bear, to bear fruit for His glory and to serve His, his cause. And the, sec- the second um, name that He named um, His uh, son is Ephraim, for it means, it talks about being fruitful. Okay, it means fruitfulness. God has made me fruitful, take note, in the land of my affliction. Where I'm being persecuted, where I, I'm be, being treated with injustice, God still made me fruitful. And fruitfulness goes beyond you know, financial peace, having all the cars that you need, the home that you've been building for, for your family. Fruitfulness talks about you fulfilling God's purpose for your life in every season, in every circumstance. God will let you be fruitful as you um, stay in Him, as you abide in Him. Even in the New Testament, we are commissioned you know, to, to go and uh, do the work, the hard work that would cause us to be fruitful. In um, Philippians chapter 1, verse 21 to 22, Apostle Paul exhorts the believers in Philippi, sabi niya, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to live in the flesh, in this tent, in this body, that means what? Fruitful labor for me. It's opportunity to give, give value, create value, serve uh, people and bring them to the Lord. Yet, sabi niya, ito yung sentiment niya. What do I choose? To be with the Lord na in heaven? To die na or to stay here? I cannot tell. But kahit saan akong dalhin, sabi niya, I am called to be fruitful. And take note, <laughs> saan sinulat to ni Apostle Paul? He wrote this inside where? Inside prison. So even in prison, the Apostle Paul, one of the greatest leaders of, uh, of our time, of our church community, diba? he was being fruitful where he is. And I believe God will cause you to be fruitful wherever you are right now, whatever you're going through. God wants you to serve the purpose and stay in Him. So abide in Him. Okay, the key is to abide in Him. To learn the practices of really staying in that um, discipline of grace, of, of being changed by Him, being renewed in the mind, being trained in the heart to love Him more. Not for Him to love us more, but spiritual disciplines, again, the means of, gra- of God's grace are there to train us to... Deepen our walk with Him. And next year, we will be having lots of opportunities for you to build deeper with the Lord. Okay, there will be discipleship classes. And, you know, once we announce them, I pray that you would take the time to sign up and really uh, build with our church community, with your foundation. Because we want to help you, we want to equip you with your walk with God. So that you will be stronger and you would be fruitful from the roots of your soul. Okay, truly fruitful even in your walk with Him. The last word. Okay, that I want us to highlight is this word, favor. Favor. Favor speaks of um, the grace and the presence 
that was with Joseph. We don't see the word favor there, but it's so obvious that even at the beginning, when he was uh, taken out, he was exiled to Egypt, the Lord was with him. And so, the presence of God and the favor of God was upon Joseph. Even as he was was, uh, in slavery, even when he was in the house of Potiphar, even in, in the times of temptation, the favor of God was with him even in, inside the dungeon, in the pit. And it continues to escalate and cause him to be fruitful until he is the most powerful man in all of Egypt next to Pharaoh. The favor of God, the grace that is unearned, that is un- unmerited. If you see his life, he didn't do anything to get that favor. God chose him. God initiated this walk with him and blessed him. Because he has something greater far beyond his life. He is diba, telling this narrative of uh, how he would redeem us, his people, even up to now. And so his faith even affected us. And maybe you're here and you feel like, Lord, baka I'm not favored. Let me tell you this, out of the billions of people who are on this planet Earth, you are here right now and you're hearing this message. Because God chose you. God chose you to have a walk with Him, to have a relationship with Him, and He chose you and is calling you to go and to bear fruit. And so in Christ, we have this covenant of favor that is unending. Ang kailangan nilang natin gawin is really to step into that and surrender to the Lord and allow His ways to work in and through us. Para tuloy-tuloy. You know, if you could see, Joseph could have stepped out of the favor of God, but he was faithful. Whatever that's entrusted to him, he was faithful under the hand of God's favor. And it caused him to be fruitful in every step of the way. And I believe God wants us to be, to be uh, fruitful also. But we need to stay in that favor. That's why next uh, year, we have this annual uh, prayer and fasting. It's not because, Lord, pansinin mo ako, Lord, di ako makain, Lord. It's not that. But we're fasting and we're praying because, Lord, I want to know you more. Lord, I want to be in your favor. I want to be in the center of your will. I want you directing my steps this year. Not I, but your will be done and your purposes beyond my personal dreams and ambitions. Lord, have your way. That's what we do whenever we have prayer and fasting. And the favor of God, you could see that in the verses that we've read. This is the only phrase that's been repeated twice. God made me. God made me. God made me forget my Painful past God made me fruitful in the land of my affliction. So Joseph knew that he was self-made. God made him to be fruitful. God made him to forget the painful past. He will be able to accomplish his purpose. And so this is all by God's sheer grace. And that's my prayer that you would experience the grace of God more and more as you look to Him. And other things that we do as you Look to what He has done already for us. And so, continue to walk in that under His favor together with your wife, your spouse, your family, our church community. Don't do it alone because God wants to bless you in the context even of our church community. To get in the context of uh, the relationships that He surrounded us with. And I believe the very reason why Apostle Paul in the New Testament could admonish that even nasa prison siya is because he was seeing a greater hope. He was seeing a, a hope that goes far beyond what all the hopes of this world can offer. 
because his hope was based on the hope that we have in the living, in the resurrected Christ. So he was looking back at the resurrected Christ so that he would be able to look forward to the things that God has planned for us in Christ. Okay, and that's why he could say this verse in Philippians 3 verse 12 to 14. Not that I've already obtained this or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me His own. Brothers, I do not consider my, myself to have made it my own. I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, here's what He does. What does He do? Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God, the purposes that God has for me in Christ Jesus. And that's my prayer for all of us, that we would encounter this God who makes uh, things uh, right with us and with Himself and even with our past and gives us the hope and the faith that we could uh, face the future rightly. So as, as we end, no, I, want, I want to say this, that you know, we will, as believers, we put our hope not in the new year or the, the noise that we make okay, or the, the lights or the, the, the dress that we do or whatever thing we do, we don't put our hope there or in the fact that we will have a new year. But we put our hope in the God of new beginnings. Our hope is in the God who makes all things new, who makes us uh, sons and daughters from darkness to light. He makes all things new and He is our hope. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.